Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Podcast apps have all the data podcasters want, way more than our hosting companies provide. But there's so much more they could tell us that would be good for us, good for them, and good for the listeners. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. When Apple Podcast launched Podcast Connect several years ago, I was terribly excited by that. So were a lot of other podcasting pundits and consultants and experts out there. But then Apple's Podcasters Connect or Podcast Connect platform uh, came out and we all had to roll back our expectations because the data was pretty thin, not surprisingly. And it really didn't answer the questions we all wanted. But but don't get me wrong. It was good to have. It was finally good to have some information on listener retention, listen-through rate. It was very nice to see that data. But still, it was like, oh, I just wish there was more. And just today, I heard that Amazon slash Audible is silently and quietly, which are the same things, um, rolling out what looks to be another podcast platform. So they'll join not only Apple Podcasts with their Podcasts Connect, they will also join Spotify and Google Podcasts. Next up will be Amazon. And then that makes me think, who's after that, right? What are the next ones going to be? Why not iHeartRadio? Why not Pandora? Why not everybody? Why not Overcast? Why not every single podcast app giving us some data about what's happening with our shows inside of their apps. Because as I said at the beginning, they own the data. They understand more about the people listening to our shows than we, the podcasters, do, and certainly more than our podcast hosting companies do. So I wanted to take this episode to think about a what-if situation. What if they were to open up, they, the podcast apps, and give us some data, data that is not in any way PII. I don't want someone's name or email it. Well, I probably do want that, but look, we do not need that information. We do not need that, but we could get some pretty good stuff. So that's what, let's roll with that for a moment. The biggest problem, I think, with all of these portals is that they have failed to answer the question that I think most podcasters really want to know, and that is, how big is my audience? Seems like a straightforward question to answer, certainly a question to ask, but it's not one to answer because, well, what do we mean by that? Now, they do a decent job of that. They're not completely absent in this world, but here's what we get. Spotify has a metric they give us called listeners. I don't know if they're really listeners or not. Basically, those are 
in their definition, users of their platform who have at least started an episode. I don't know what started means, but nonetheless, unique users on Spotify's platform who have started an episode. But I don't know over what time that is. So that's a listener. Now, they also give a follower number, and that means pretty clearly what a follower is. That's an individual Spotify account who has chosen to follow a show. And yes, the listener's number is much larger than the follower's number. Is that the the size of the audience on Spotify? Maybe, but again, with some parameters, it might be more helpful. How big is my audience? Apple Podcasts gives you something similar. They give you devices. Also, once again, unique devices that have played an episode, they say. We just don't know over what time. And by the way, Apple Podcasts does not show, well, what they used to call subscribers or still do, I guess, and are soon going to see followers. So I don't know. So if my device's number is 15, does that mean I only have two followers? We just don't know. It's just not, we don't have the data. And Google only gives subscribers. No information about unique Google users and also not across what time frame. Hmm. So none, none of those three, and I therefore assume that when Apple comes out, they're probably also not going to answer that question for us. But they all could. They all could say in the last 30 days, in the last 90 days, in the last whatever days, these are the number of unique people that's used our device to listen to X number of seconds or minutes of your show. So easy. So easy for them to give that to us. But they're probably not going to anytime real soon. But while I was thinking of the wish list, I thought, well, let's talk about other things. What else could we get? Because, again, the listener data is locked up inside of those apps. And I mean the listening data. Here's one thing I would love to get from these apps. I'd like to get some information on discovery. You know, that thing that podcasters keep saying is broken that I'm not really so sure is broken. But I'm curious about discovery in the app, in the service they provide. Now, Google Podcast does a very little bit of this because they're Google. (laughs) And if you've logged into Google Analytics or the Google Search Console, you know that Google likes to cough up a lot of information. But all of their discovery is about Google search. It's not about the Google podcast app, which is a weird app. I get it. But just imagine if Apple podcast did this or Spotify or Amazon did this. We could get information about was the content, was our content discovered by someone from uh, certain categories that we might be listed in? Because I'm listed in three categories. You probably have your show listed in three categories as well. Which one of those categories are people using to find your content? Because people actually do go to the category section and find shows from there. Or were there search terms that were used inside of the app? Most of these services have horrible search engines, but they get better. Could we get some search data that's coming back? How many of these listeners slash followers slash audience size, how many were following direct links to that platform from somewhere else? And what's the referral of that information? Discovery information would be great. Why not give up some data about MAUs or monthly active users? It's great to know how many listeners I have, but just like Google Analytics kicks out a report for 7, 14, and 30-day MAUs, monthly active users, I want to know, are the people, are those listeners, what percentage of those listeners out there have consumed two episodes, three episodes, 30 episodes? What's the virality, not, not virality, wrong word. But what's the stickiness of the content that we have? 
reporting back on how many times people keep coming back to our content would be quite helpful. I want to know about, let's call them swipe lefts, right? You have, I have both had the same encounter. We're looking through our podcast list of the episodes that have been either provided to us via download or ready for streaming. And we choose to swipe left and just delete some of those before we leave, before we even read them, before we listen to them. I want to know that. Podcasters want to know, hey, these episodes, this many is sitting in the queue, this many were already dismissed. What? That's great information. Maybe we could improve the way that we're creating our shows or at least titling our episodes would be very helpful. How about providing some ranking details for the services that provide ranks? And you know that Apple, excuse me, when Amazon Music and Audible comes out, there's going to be charts over there because Amazon's big on the charts. And Amazon's good at coughing up that data for authors. Will they do it for podcasts? Will they give some information? Why doesn't Apple give me some information? I want to know that my podcast is currently ranked X in the Y chart. Easy information they could provide to us right in the interface. What about listener flow? As a listener listens from one episode to the other episode of the same podcast, I'm not looking for outsider information, but I want to know if someone is listening to episode 420 and then 419 and 418, are they going that way? Are they bouncing around? Show me the flow. Again, Google Analytics does a great job of this using a Sankey chart which is, I learned about that term not long ago, to show you where people are moving from one episode to another. Provide that. Give us that information so we know what's connecting our episodes together that will help us, the podcasters, make better content for the listeners. And then also some listener insights. Now, Spotify's doing a decent job about this. Not the best job about this, but, but pretty good. So just some ideas Look, I don't think we podcasters have a preference, but if we got better data, I'm pretty sure we'd have a very strong preference, right? The browser wars were won by who could service the user better. Maybe the podcast browser wars will be won by those who gives us the better data. I don't know. Insights I think we could really need. Ask your peers what they think. And most importantly, if you really like the content I provide to you, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra. That's it. See you tomorrow for another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations 
fourabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.